Hello, Dr. Woodson. How you doing today? Steven, it's good to see you again. How's everything? It's all good. It's very good to see you. I'm so happy. We're wrapping up season one of Making a Better New. And I don't know why we have seasons, but it's been almost a year since we launched our first episode. And it's I think it's exciting. And we've got the students coming back on campus in, uh, next week. And uh, we've made it through a full year of uh, this brave new world of podcasting. I'm kind of proud of us. I mean, I'm pretty surprised that, you know, having no experience in podcasting, we were just like able to put this together. And I think we have some really cool guests and ideas for season two. We're starting off with a bonus episode from Gringolandia. Then we're moving forward to what it means to be a Novo. And we have amazing episodes across the pipeline. Um, and if you have any ideas on an episode, please email us at OOIE at ncf.edu on your opinion on what it means to be a Novo. So what we're I talking about very cool for, you know, let's get some more interaction going here. This is all about giving a voice to our students here on campus. And I think that episode, what does it mean to be a Novo? It's perfect timing. It's the beginning of a new year. I'm sure our returning students can share some knowledge, what it means to them to be a part of this uh, new college community. Send us your thoughts, send us uh, some, some sound, you know, 30 or 60 seconds. Uh, you drop that into an email and send that to OOIE at ncf.edu. And we'd be loving, love to hear your, what you have to say, and maybe we'll put it on the air. But also leave us a review on wherever you get your podcasts. We love the feedback, you know, the good, bad, the okay. Just let us know what we can do to enhance your listening experience. So, Dr. Whitson, what are we here for today? This is an exciting moment. The uh, Office of Outreach and Inclusive Excellence has expanded. By one, we have a second dean, a dean focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's uh, someone new to the role, but also someone who's been working in that space for many years and someone that we uh, all know and love. Uh, Dr. Queen Zabriskie uh, will continue in her role as associate professor of sociology, but now also carrying the torch for diversity, equity, and inclusion. And today we're going to hear her voice and her conversation uh, about her vision. And also, we'll hear a little bit of personal biography and some of her recent accomplishments. And uh, special thanks to Krishana Williams uh, for uh, conducting the interview. Before we listen to that, I'm Stephen Keshashed, your co-host and engineer, partnered with Dr. Woodson, Dean of Outreach and co-producer. Making a Better New, it's a podcast that's focused on giving a voice to members of the community that we don't often get to hear from. Could be faculty, staff, or students, any background, any identity. We want to hear from those people and learn from them as we grow together as a more inclusive community. And make a better new. And making a better new. Enjoy. So I'm Krishana Williams. Uh, I am a senior library technical assistant uh, at the library. And um, I am having the great pleasure of talking to Dr. Zabriskie um, about the new DEI role. She is the interim dean of diversity, equity, and inclusion Aha. in the Office of Outreach and Inclusive Excellence. Okay. And um, also uh, an associate professor of sociology and theater, dance and performance studies. Yes, yes. And you have some uh, publications, don't you? I do. Yes. yes. 
Um, I'm the author of a book called Black Theater is Black Life. Um, that book was co-authored with um, an amazing, amazing, amazing theater colleague and scholar, um, Dr. Harvey Young. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you got some awards recently for DEI yes. work. <laughs> but, we're, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, so I think there is some, you know, healthy confusion about how the Office of Outreach and Inclusive Excellence is actually set up. Um, could you give us a sense of how your position works within that larger framework and sort of how does it relate to the rest of the community? Yeah, so we are in office with two deans, right? So that's a new thing oh, right? <laughs> in college, right? And so we have um, uh, Dean uh, Bill Woodson, who is the Dean of um, Outreach. And yes. then we have um, my position, which is the newly created position, which is uh, the Dean of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Mm -hmm. And um, the office itself combines both, um, uh, it combines both um, outreach um, into the community mm -hmm. and DEI work on campus. Also um, in the office, we have, um, our director of outreach, which is Dr. Stacy Campbell. And um, we also have a financial literacy specialist, um, CC Linton. Um, we have uh, uh, Stephen Kakeshian, who um, works on uh, marketing. Mm -hmm. And um, we have um, a number of project-based interns, um, as well as um, other kind of student um, workers. So for example, Audrey Dixon is, um, you know, amazing student worker that's been with the office for, um, um, for a while and, and does work on um, the newsletter. And we have keeping us all together, making sure everything, um, you know, happens and, and you know, just, doing such amazing work, right, is Mike Jones, Mike Jones who's the administrative who? assistant, right? <laughs> Mike Jones is, every time. <laughs> you know, he's, he's who you'll meet when you first come into the office. And, you know, I've been in this position, my position started July 1st, and I am infinitely yeah. thankful um, for Mike Jones and, you know, just sort of deep respect for everyone in this office and the work that they're doing. Um, so it sounds like there's a lot of pieces together. How do you see DEI work, diversity, you know, inclusion and equity work coming together with outreach in the community? So, um, you know, the DEI work and outreach is, uh, work is I mean, absolutely connected for me. Mm -hmm. So I can think about this in a number of ways. Um, I, in terms of my own uh, research and scholarship and, you know, the intellectual tradition that I come out of um, as a sociologist, right? Um, thinking about issues of equity and inclusion mm -hmm. um, and access mm -hmm. and racial oppression, absolutely. right? Um, absolutely um, is a core part of um, socio sociology yes. and the Black sociological tradition, yes. right? Um, and the Black studies tradition right. Absolutely. Right, that I come out of. So I can think about, you know, the work of people like W.E.B. Du Bois, right? Who, um, 
you know, folks like Alden Morris um, has done a lot of work in, you know, the field of sociology to get, you know, Du Bois recognized as a founding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a founder of American um, sociology. Um, I can think about um, people like Anna Julia Cooper, mm-hmm. right? People like Ida B. Wells Barnett, right? Mm-hmm. Like some of these folks who are, um, some of the early and sort of core people within the black sociological tradition um, absolutely, right, have combined, yes. right? Um, their work in and with community, yes. right? So not just outreach, but the work in and with community mm-hmm. with, um, you know, the academic scholarship, absolutely. right? The production absolutely. of knowledge, um, the production mm-hmm. of knowledge so that um, we can we can shift, yes. right? How, um, you know, how, how black folks, how people of color, mm-hmm. right. How, you know, those who are marginalized and oppressed are being treated. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And so for me, right. Mm-hmm. Those things are deeply connected, right. Absolutely. Because of, you know, the intellectual tradition that I come out of and the yes. folks who have really inspired me and kept, you know, kept me going. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, yes. And, um, but I can also think about um, things like um, access, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can think about, you know, the need to challenge historic marginalization and exclusion, right? Um, I can think about questions of belonging, right, mm-hmm. and inclusion. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there are um, ways in which, as we think about those particular issues, um, the, the melding right of um and and the inclusion of engagement in the community and working in communities um absolutely helps to shift right some of the ways in which um particular communities Mm -hmm. um you know whether we're thinking you know again about race we're thinking about class we're Mm -hmm. thinking about you know gender um have been excluded historically um from institutions of higher ed and um um and uh and how that history, you know, shapes, you know, the kind of contemporary work that needs to happen, yes. you know, on our campuses today. Yes, yes. So, yes. Um, yes. so they're deeply, absolutely right? embedded, and that's it's really embedded, such a right? great, that's such a great perspective, right, to bring it back to, because I think that even just rooting the way that you're thinking about outreach as this conversation about in and with community, right, doing this work and understanding that we are sort of interconnected in this network of relationships relationships already sort of changes that conversation. And it makes a lot of sense that you would put those pieces together. So, but I know that you're deeply embedded in this community. You've been doing this work um, for a while. Um, I'm very familiar with projects that you have, you know, included me on and tapped me and allowed me to be a part of. And they've been some of my favorite things. Um, I'm thinking specifically about the uh, Black and Indigenous Caucus uh, from last year, which I just really loved. I started modeling sort of my ideas about meetings and just ways that you bring people together. Um, I know that you've done so much work with anti-racism. We've worked together for a number of years at this point on Black History, um, on the Black History Month celebration. Could you talk a little bit about sort of the range of experiences that you're bringing to this position um, and just sort of what you're most excited about sort of bringing to light through this new new uh, um, dean role, I guess. I'll get it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> this dean role, that's awesome. I'm excited. So for the, um, um, I should say for the past 
I think we're in it's our seventh year now, right? Of Black History Month. Yes. Um, yes, yes. Yes. So one of you know, thinking about some of those experiences, just starting about, you know, thinking about new college, right? Yes. You know, for the, for the past seven years, right? We've been, you know, collaborating, right? Um, mm-hmm. you and me, but also we like faculty, staff, and students, yes. right? Collaborating on um producing this this amazing program that grew from, you know, just conversations between, you know, um, students and me in my office, just sort of thinking about, um, you know, how much, you know, we like New College, but how much we want to um, experience a greater sense of belonging and inclusion on this, right? And how, you know, the college itself, you know, articulated this as one of its goals, right? And some of its strategic um, plans and how we wanted to um, uh, use history and culture, right? Mm-hmm. To achieve that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we've been, um, creating this program from that early moment of saying, hey, how do we, you know, use the rich history and culture that we know exists in Black communities in the African diaspora to shift how, you know, what we're experiencing, right? And to, and to build, and to build community on campus, Mm -hmm. right? And to build community um, between, you know, students, faculty, and staff, and to, and to build connections to the larger Sarasota community. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we started this, this program, and it has just been um, amazingly received on campus and supported. Yes. And because of the um, positive reception and support that we've gotten on campus and in the community, it has really flourished and yes. grown. Yes. Um, and because of the hard work, right, that right. all of us Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. have put in, right? <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> grown and flourished yes. to yes. be this amazing event um, where we, you know, put on a symposium and have um and have uh, a concert and do some poetry and do artistic and creative things and bring in activists and artists. Mm-hmm. And really, um, you know, we know that, you know, Black history is every day, right? Like we're all a part of um, the making of um, Black history each day in our lives. And we know that, you know, Black history is American history, yes. right? But it really just gives us an opportunity mm-hmm. to do both, right? Yes. To both yes. mark and note and understand and celebrate mm-hmm. um, Black History 365, but to also say, hey, in this month, <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. We're going yes. to really sort of... Um, create uh, a moment where we 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 engage in some deep celebration mm-hmm. and we engage in some um, deep conversation and dialogue um, and um, learning right yes. about um, you know you know again the history and the culture and um, the culture and the the um, creativity and expression right and yes. performance of um, of black folks and so um, that's that project, but really, I would say that process, mm-hmm. right, of creating mm-hmm. that program, mm-hmm. right, that that um, that project was never just about creating this month with 
way too many events, right? right? <laughs> that has happened. <laughs> but 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 it's such a testament, right? Because people are that excited about it, right? Oh, no, yeah. And it, Across it, it, campus, in the community, everyone wanting to be a part of it. Yeah. 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 It, it was, a, but, but that project was about the process. Mm-hmm. The process of building connections and building community and coming together and collaborating, right? And so that process of... Um, of, of collaboration, mm-hmm. that approach, that collaborative approach yes. that really, um, you know, is at the core of what Black History Month yes. is, yes. that community building yes. approach mm-hmm. uh, that is at the core of what Black History Month is, that use of culture and history yes. at the core of what Black History Month is, is what I'm bringing, Absolutely. right? <laughs> Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Because um, this is not the only place that you've done that work. It's not just No, here. and it actually comes out of um, the work and um, um, that I've done and, and what I've learned, right? Um, both, um, you know, I was just home uh, for COVID. Um, I was just in New York um, for the year because we were teaching remotely and it gave me the opportunity to be home for the longest amount of time that I've been home since um, 13. Wow, what a pleasure. Um, yeah. Right. Um, and uh, at 13, I, I left to go away to school for high school. And I've been away from home, you know, for school, pursuing. Wow. Education, yeah, no, absolutely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and or teaching at a school. Right. Since then. And so um, being home was amazing because it really um, prior to that moment, you know, I began to understand what were some of the the things that I learned, right? The resources that I got from the artists, the activists and the community members that um, were a part of my world, right? In the Bronx, I'm from the Bronx and being home for a year actually allowed me to ground in that a little bit more, right? And connect back to, Mm -hmm. you know, my community center that I went to, that was the center of my family's life. It's called Mind Builders Creative Arts Center. And it's still there. And I lived in the building across the street. And my son took like dance classes and karate classes there when we were there. And so it just allowed me to really connect in the ways in which I grew up in an environment where people were using culture, they were using history, they were um, building community, and they were doing so intentionally mm-hmm. to um, to challenge marginalization, yes. to empower yes. um, um, youth, to help themselves and others get a sense of their power. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that I, I I learned from watching the elders right around me. Um, and that's something that I've taken. Right? Yes, absolutely. It is definitely a part of the ethos that I have yeah. learned from even just knowing you. Robert. But even beyond um, home, um, you know, when I was in graduate school, I had the opportunity to, and we just talked about this before we started, I had the opportunity <laughs> to go to a summer leadership institute with a group called Urban Bushwoman and um, their New York-based dance company. And in that summer leadership institute, what I connected with a group called the People's Institute for Survival and Beyond. Mm. And, you know, I always say that that institute um, helped me to make it through grad school. Wow. Right. Of course, my advisor, my professors, the people who helped, right? Or <laughs> too, right? Like yes. if we're thinking about all the things that shape us in the way that we're shaped, right? Like that institute 
um, the Summer Leadership Institute and connecting with the People's Institute for Survival and Beyond absolutely um, helped me to make it through graduate school and absolutely shapes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How I understand the connection between community engagement, yes. right? And, um, you know, the anti-racism work, um, the work uh, around equity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing 40-year organization. Wow. Um, based in New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. National Network, um, the Black and Indigenous Caucus that you talked about um, um, participating in yes. was, you know, coming out of the anti-racism working group, mm-hmm. uh, which we have in, um, in Sarasota. And that group formed out of working with the people wow. in the local community. Wow. So, um, you know, personally in my life, mm-hmm. right, in terms of, um, you know, clarifying and helping me to um, understand what, you know, I was experiencing yes. you know, in graduate school, as well as, you know, how to navigate that, right, that institute was important. But then there's so many lessons that I've taken mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from that experience and then I've gone back to it, you know, two other times, right? There's so many lessons that I've taken from that experience that shape, you know, um, my teaching, right? That absolutely connect with the ways in which my own advisors also in graduate school taught me, right? How to do the research and work that I do. I think about, you know, people like DeSoyne Madison, who, um, um, is in performance studies. You know, my advisor was Mary Patillo, right, in, in sociology, and uh, Susan Manning in dance, and then Gary Fine, right, in sociology. So, like, those folks, um, there are ways in which they approach the work that when I went to the People's Institute, I could connect wow. what I had learned and Absolutely. could really clarify yeah. a way um, um, to approach my work that I've taken right <laughs> with me from that moment. So, um, so this collaborative process, this community engaged process, this process of, you know, this desire to build community, um, to build connections, to build networks, um, to use culture in history, mm-hmm. right. All comes, you know, together out of, of that work also. Yes, right. Yes, yes. And the importance of that got really clarified for me. Yeah. Right? Well, um, and, and it really sounds like there were some seeds sort of being planted along the way that kind of come to fruition and sort of fruit yeah. in these other moments and then plant more seeds. Right. So it, that sort of experience that you talk about, you know, being back at home and being able to have uh, just be reconnected right to your community network and then have your son right come back be a part of that community network right but that also establishing your desire to know that that's a possibility and then finding it in grad school when you needed it right and then the seeds from that program you know fruiting into what the what you're doing here in Sarasota right it just continues to sort of grow and produce itself and then it also gives us all an opportunity to appreciate that as well, because uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken, um, you as well as Professor Sarah Hernandez uh, received an award last year for the work that you were doing with that, right? 
Yes, we yes. received the Unity Award from Sarasota Magazine. From mm-hmm. Sarasota Magazine, right? So then all of Sarasota as a city, right, can appreciate and receive the blessings of that work, which is really, really awesome to see. And, and also here on campus, of course, we as well can appreciate it. I know that I, I have enjoyed um, all the things that I've learned uh, just from being around you. Um, now, do you see any particular issues or, uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you have a vision for this position, right? Especially when you're sort of the first to do it, uh, you have the opportunity to sort of craft what it could be like the structure of it, sort of the foundation of it. Um, so, so as you, as you hopefully can discuss your vision a little bit, could you also include sort of what do you see as sort of priorities for us as a community in reference to, uh, diversity, inclusion, and equity work? Sure, I can't. <laughs> not, not like, you know, I'm not asking a huge question or anything, you know. <laughs> but I think you're well suited, right? I think you're well suited at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, okay. And one of the priorities I, I think that, question, right? that I have in this position is about bringing the community together, mm, right? Huge. About, um, you know, creating opportunities for collective um, dialogue and conversation and collective work and collective action about, you know, around um, issues related to DEI, right? Including, right, where do we want to go as a community, right? Right. So some of that strategic planning, right, that we need to collectively do, right? So I'll just, I just want to name like that, right? Like as, um, you know, as a core thing, but to answer your question, you know, DEI is connected to New College's very existence, right? Right. right. Yeah, DEI is connected to New College's very existence. You know, I'm currently working on the equity report, and one of the things that I um, saw, and I, and I will admit, I hadn't, I wasn't aware of until I looked, um, you know, looked at the data is that the majority of college students in Florida are students of color. Really? 53%. Really? Of students in Florida. Honestly, I'm surprised by that. I don't know if I should be, but I am. I too. I was too, right? <laughs> Our students of color, Asian, Black, Latinx, Native, Indigenous. Across too. the state, university. Across the state. In Florida. In Florida. And in, you know, all you know, all colleges and universities and in the public colleges and universities. Hmm. So we know that most of our students at New College come from Florida. Mm -hmm. And so this work, and we know that, you know, we are working on our our numbers and our enrollment and trying to bring Mm -hmm. more students in. So DEI work. Yeah. You know, equity and inclusion. Yes is at the core of our very existence. Wow, wow, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Right, that is the case um, yes. for so many institutions, yes. right? Yes. For our, yes. you know, our country, we, you know, all these conversations wow. about where our population is going, but we are here already in right. Florida. Right, it's not the future, absolutely. It's not, it's so now, good. right, the right. future is now, right? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, um, so, um, really thinking about these issues of um, of belonging, of inclusion, mm-hmm. um, 
which so many, you know, of, of, uh, of anti-racism, right, on campus, which so many um, colleges are, 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 are dealing with and, and, and having a conversation about, right, mm-hmm. um, in Florida, mm-hmm. right, and nationally. Yes, 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 right. absolutely. You know, how do we make our place, our, our campuses and our communities, how do we make our campuses and communities a place in which, you know, all students can thrive, in which we don't see some of the outcome disparities that exist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a question that, you know, all institutions, right. And in Florida are dealing with um, and in other places um, are dealing with. And, um, and that's definitely something that we're navigating right at at new college. Um, And so, you know, DEI is at the core of it, right. So, Mm-hmm. There's a national conversation about faculty diversity. Okay, you know I was going to take it there. So fantastic. <laughs> Say there's more. A conversation about faculty diversity, and there's definitely a conversation on campus about it that. It is. It is right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a national conversation about the curriculum, right? Right. Right. And equity and inclusion in the curriculum. Mm. And we are absolutely having that conversation and working on, you know getting our Africana studies program started, which, you know, should have been started a long time ago. Right. But like, you know how I feel about that. (laughs) We got the folks, right. We got the folks that are here doing amazing work. Right. And so we are working on addressing, um, um, that, right. Um, and, and, and looking at, right. We have an amazing initiative that was started, um, last year, through the efforts of the faculty of color and underrepresented groups, um, the initiative on diversity and equity in academics, yes. right, which which is you know looking at the curriculum and yes. really yes, yes, some of that long work. Did and, you know, I was going to ask all these questions. Yes. I didn't even put that in there. I was going to yes, yes. <laughs> Ideas. You know, Dr. Sarah Hernandez and I were you yes. know yes, 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 co-directors of that initiative, and you know. You know, again, that's a part of the the, the work that we are doing on campus mm-hmm. um, to to address you know how this is is happening in academics, right? Right. right. Um, um, absolutely, we have you know, and I was saying this to someone else, right? Like the the amazing work that has happened um, with Black History Month and any you know anything out of that, like our student affairs staff, yeah, right, like. Yeah if they weren't connected to that project, yeah. right. And working with the students yes. and me on that project, yeah. that, that would not have been absolutely grown, grown to be what it's, what it's been. Right. So yeah. our student affairs staff, I'm thinking about the sauce office and Danny McCullough and um, Jada McNeil, absolutely. Wilford, yes. like um, yes, yes. Stokes, right. Our student affairs um, staff, we just have a new VP, right. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, yes. Um, right over there. Marjorie Thomas and, our student affairs staff are thinking about these issues as they relate to residential life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And doing amazing work and continuing to um, try to, you know, address issues of equity and inclusion, right? And creating an environment where everyone feels like they belong. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not just um, in the classroom. It's not just in the classroom. And we have amazing um, folks working on that there. There's also, you know, in, in, in um, you know, all of these things, right? In the academics, in student life, 
in admissions, in our faculty hiring, in our hiring of administrators, right? We've got quite a few, um, you know, administrators that have come into the college um, recently, um, as well as, you know, just in terms of, you know, our, our staff and our employees, right? All our employees at the college, these are all um, uh, areas that, um, I'll be sort of thinking about um, okay. in areas that are, that are priority, right? I got, right. And so it's just the start of the work, right? And, and really the equity report is giving me an opportunity to sort of, you know, um, and this is a report that we've done for yeah. years and come, you know, goes to the board of governors and it's just an opportunity to sit down and sort of look at these different areas and assess them Absolutely. and see, okay, here's where we are. Here's where we want to go, mm-hmm. right? And so part of the work I'm hoping, you know, looking at here's where we are yes yes, right yes yeah let's begin to have this collective conversation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where do we want to be yeah right yes some of that work started last year right absolutely the process of um generating a dei value statement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and that was a collaborative process right yes Um, Yes. try to include input from students um staff and faculty on that and you know the work um, that I'm hoping to do while I'm in this position will continue that work, yeah. right? And yeah. these 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 moments of, of assessment, right? The equity report, right? <laughs> Other kinds of um, surveys and indices that yeah. we're talking about um, doing will help us to you know begin to assess and adjust and clarify collectively mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? what's that vision yeah. um, for our campus. Yeah. Um, you know, what I'm hoping um, is that we can really um, work collectively. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's so many people doing great work. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I'm hoping that, you know, this year, um, one of the visions I have for this year is this very collaborative and collective process, right, Um, is really, I was saying this earlier, um, I think people overuse the the idea of democratizing, but I'm going to use it, right, democratizing, right, DEI work, right, and and that involves really, you know, making sure that, you know, all of us are on the same page about, you know, um, or at least, you know, using, you know, using the same frameworks, using Mm -hmm. the same definitions, Mm -hmm. using the Mm -hmm. same terms, right, Right. and so that absolutely involves some training. Yes. Yes, yes, um, yes. So that we can make sure we're working collectively, right? Yes. And we're, we're, we're meaning the same thing. Yes. We're saying we're working towards this, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, the other piece of this is the work with students. Um, you know, the students uh, have just been such an amazing, amazing, amazing um, uh inspiration Absolutely. that's the word I'll use Absolutely. right for me during my time at new college yes some of and the best in the country yes yes um yeah and I've just just got to do some amazing work with students and really grown and learn mm-hmm. um while I was teaching right yes, which yes. is you know one of the joys right of teaching Absolutely. right this this two-way um um learning process that can happen with mm-hmm. students both inside and outside of the classroom yeah, yeah. and you know really um thankful right for the ways in which 
you know, just to be frank, right? Like the students have pushed me over the years, right? They have really done some amazing things while they are on campus. They, you know, our alumni are doing amazing things, right? Miles Eden is coming back. And so I think that they, you know, they're they're the reason why we're here. And so they have to be at the core of um, this work. And so, you know, another part of this vision is really um, engaging with students, Mm -hmm. engaging with students affairs, Mm -hmm. right, as Mm -hmm as I engage with students in this. And, and yes. so, you know, one of the things that we're doing that I'm quite excited about is, you know, um, you know, Kaylee uh, Stokes for mm-hmm. orientation has put together an amazing, um, um, and her team, right, yes. it's collaborative, yes. <laughs> all put together an amazing um, program where DEI is, you know, interwoven throughout the entire um, program, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I'm excited to work with um, Kaylee on and, and um, Sauce on and NCSA on and um, Residential Life, Student Success. NCSA is the um, New yeah. College, College Student, student Associ- Association, kind of like the student government. government. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm excited to work with them all on is our affinity group spaces yes. and mm-hmm. our support for um, uh, um, student clubs. Yeah. Right. And, um, using those spaces as a way to, um, say to students, you know, as an institution, you know, we support and we want you to come and bring your whole self. Yes, absolutely. Yourself and bring your whole self to campus. Absolutely. Um, because when you can be yourself in your fullness, um, you just enrich our community, um, so much. Wow. Right. And, um, you know, we were able to sort of build, um, such a stronger and more welcoming community when everyone feels like they can belong and they can exist and be on campus. Yes. Um, uh, in their fullness. So I'm excited about that work. That's wonderful. And, you know, really, so there's, there's so many pieces in there that are so important, but I think that last piece that you, you've just mentioned about being able to bring your full self right to the table is really crucial. And I, and it, and it reminds me of sort of the types of conversations that were coming out of of the Office of Outreach and Inclusive Excellence early on, right? How do we make this a place where people can fully be themselves? So it's exciting to hear that that vision is translating because, you know, that's not just for students, right? It's not, that's for all of us. <laughs> that's for all of us, right? And, and one of the other things I think that's really, really great is that what you're talking about, you know, I think uh, there was a time where this seemed like, you know, an extra conversation, right? But now we're seeing how deeply embedded, how, you know, rooted it is in the goals that the college has. One of the major things, we had the opportunity to have the new president, Pat Oker, come to our library staff meeting, you know, and she talked about how retention is at the forefront of what she's talking about. She goes, it starts with all of us, right? And it sounds very similar that that, that similarly, that that's sort of the approach that you've brought to this role as well, right? It's something that we all have a part of. Um, so so I guess if I could leave folks with um, a, a takeaway, Say, perhaps can I, just, can I just add to that um oh yeah 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 no absolutely you got more yeah I just want to just want to build on what you're saying okay right? yes I'm quite excited to be working with Dr. Oker right on this right because absolutely um you know like she 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 gets it right like she understands yes. right like yes. DEI yes. right is a core part of retention yes. right 
And, um, you know, like I said, um, uh, when we look at what our student, you know, population looks like in Florida, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The core part of our existence, right? Yes, and, yes. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really, I'm, I'm really yes. excited. I'm so happy you brought, right, yes. like in, because, yes. right, this no, is such no. a new, it's a new moment, right? It's a new day, right? A new moment, the new president, right? Like, and I had be better. The timing could not be better. It really, really could not be. I think as a community, everyone is excited, you know, to figure out sort of what, how, where do we go from here? I think your question about what does that look like, you know, is so crucial. It matches this like sort of reacclimating moment that we're in, right? But we also have so many changes in leadership and the flow and the style of like how we are going to be doing things that I think that this is, you're just well suited. This is a great moment I'm excited that your position is here um, what I what I really would like to to give you some room to talk about is really um, I want to challenge all the all of us right to be participatory um, I think one of the things that I have learned from working with you over time is the the like necessity of that collaborative work right um, I've been in so many different situations in which uh, you've brought together students you've brought together staff faculty people from outside the new college community, different types of folks together. And I've seen the beauty of that. Um, so I really would like for you to challenge us to be um, more participatory. What can we do to help? How can we take this ethos into how we approach our work here on campus, um, how we approach our student life on campus, just how we're a part of this community? Do you have some maybe, I don't know, some gyms, some directions, some things <laughs> to think about? Because <laughs> on you right and I think sometimes that happens right especially with well, D. right like Zabriskie is not superwoman right like that's the first gem <laughs> I mean you know what I mean like it doesn't work like that it's every day every moment right <laughs> right like so definitely show up right um showing up and being present right and and participating um and um and it's, it's even like, you know, when we're having conversations, you know, I think about in the classroom, right? When we're having conversations, a difficult conversation, we're talking about race, right? Like, and it, it, it may be, um, you know, uncomfortable, right? We don't want to confuse discomfort with lack of safety or anything like that, right? But like, show up when it's uncomfortable, let's not disengage, right? Sometimes that's the moment to really engage because we might be reaching a growing edge, right? We might really be, um, you know, learning new knowledge or even just learning about a particular box or, you know, um, a particular wall that's been holding us back, right? So show up, participate when it gets uncomfortable, continue, right? Um, to participate, communicate, yes. right? Communicate, listen, and part of communicating is, is not just talking, but listening, right? Listen, right? Respect. Yes, let's talk. Can we sit there for a second? Right? Mm -hmm. Because I think one of the first challenges when this office in general, right, was established was respect. This inclusive campus climate, mm -hmm. right, initiative was trying mm -hmm. to do, mm -hmm. right? Like, how do we create an atmosphere where we can have these difficult conversations where we may disagree with each other, yes. um, um, where we can be more aware, right, of our own sort of, you know, mm -hmm. biases and blind mm -hmm. spots, understanding that there's no, you know, um, 
there's there's never going to be a moment when <laughs> we're fully aware where we've gotten rid of all of our boxes right, right. like yes. we know that once we understand one box here comes a new box right yes. um and you know it may be an old box but it may be something that have de- you know that developed in this moment right so we understand that we never really get rid of our boxes yes. Um, yes. but that there's this ongoing process of trying to become more aware of them and trying to figure out how do we can how can we engage in out of out of the box mm-hmm. you know activity Mm-hmm. Um, so that we can make our community more transformative, not, not yes. transformative, but more inclusive, right? Yes, yes. We can connect to each other. I was, I was going to say, and just humanity, right? Yes, absolutely. We can build a humanistic. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Because one of the things that um, I really enjoyed doing the um, the dialogue training if, that you all came up with an idea this past year was this con- this concept of multipartiality, right? Right. You yeah. know, that we are trying to create a space in which you can come from many vantage points. And that means that there will be many vantage points. And up until that point, I had not understood that there was a, a term for that, right? That's what we're trying to do. We want it to be okay for you to come from your angle, you to come from your angle, you to come from your angle, and then all come together in this pot and see, okay, what does that give us now? I don't have to just see one's perspective, but now I can understand how these things might come together. How can they connect, right? And multi-partiality is in tune to issues of power too, right? Because in a group dialogue is about uh, social justice, right? So part of being multi-partial is absolutely exactly what you said, understanding that there are these multiple perspectives and vantage points, um, but really being in tune to issues of power. Yes, yes. Right? Um, And the ways in which, you know, again, history and context, right? History and context, right? Um, Shape, right? shape, shape power. Absolutely. 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 And so in, in that, in that, is there, I'm going to have to be careful with this, with this question, because I'm, I want to say, how do we, how do we achieve a community that has that awareness? I don't know that there's one answer. (laughs) Collectively. (laughs) Collaboratively. <laughs> this is when I use my, my, uh, my, I don't know. No, I'm just playing. Collectively and collaboratively. I mean, at the very least, yeah. right? Yeah. It's got to be collectively and collaboratively yeah. for me. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Right? In my understanding. Yes. In my, my understanding. It's not something that can be mandated from the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be, you know, in my understanding. Um, There's that democratization. And what my, you know, what my, you know, the people I've learned from and admire have talked about is about, you know, the collective and the collaborative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. And of course, right, like there are some principles, some guiding principles we want to have. Yes, yes. All of those things too, but at the very least, um, you know, collectively and collaboratively, I believe. I love that. I love that. I think that that will take us so far because it requires us to make space for each other. You know, it requires us to step up, step back at the right times. It requires us to be there for one another. It requires us to listen. Right. It requires us to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I think that is a great response. I think that's something that we can all do and learn how to do better. 
right? Um, and, and learn how to participate. And I think you've given us a lot of great things to think about. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Every time I talk to you, <laughs> I appreciate you. And I appreciate these questions, right? Because they are, they, I, I appreciate um, the way in which they're making me think. And I always feel like that when I'm in dialogue with you, right? Like that, I'm just like thinking of all of these, these things and you just, you just, um, bring so much to those dialogues. So I want to name that. I appreciate you because you've given me a lot to think about. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and- I, I- I, I, I can't wait to see what's coming up this year. I know that we're all really, really excited. I think you are a wonderful addition to formalizing work that you have been doing already, you know, and I think that we're excited to see institutional support behind it. Um, I'm excited to see how you mold and shape this, how you sort of bring it in conversation with everything that the office is doing and more broadly in the community um, of Sarasota. I think that um, I, I just, I, I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. excited I I just want to say to our community, I'm like, I'm excited to get to work with everyone. And I just want to thank everyone. I mean, I feel like everyone has been so, um, you know, really supportive um, and encouraging. And of course, um, you know, nothing is perfect, but I I really want to thank people um, for their support and and, and encouragement. And I want to um, thank people for the work that they're doing because people are doing some amazing work. And I just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to work with everyone. And I just want to ask everyone to, to participate, right. To, you know, when the call goes out for stuff, um, um, you know, to, to, to show up, right. To come, to talk and to, you know, give feedback. And I know that's not always going to be easy to hear, but that's a part of the process. If we do it in love, you know, well, I trust you. I know that you're going to uh, do excellent work. I'm sure it's already begun. Uh, I think you said you started on July 1st. I know you're not new to this. You're true to this. (laughs) Right? I thank you for just chatting with me about this, uh, giving all of us, uh, you know, more insight as to what's ahead, clearing up some things that uh, may or may not have been confusing. Thank you for taking some time out of your very busy schedule. I really appreciate it. Um, thankful for the, the, the opportunity and um, excited to continue the work that I've been doing. Yeah. Awesome.